Welcome to the Move the Stairs podcast by the Denver-based public relations strategist at MNC Communications. We help clients from the CBD industry to nonprofits and beyond tackle their toughest communications challenges and protect their brand using our state-of-the-art tools and strategies. I'm president and founder, Diane Mulligan. For us, public relations is all about brand protection. We are experts in growing active communities, deflecting negative public relations, and building trust to help our clients stand head and shoulders above competitors. I'm Vice President Sarah Beatty. We're all former journalists. We've been in front of the camera and behind the scenes. We call our experience insider media relations, helping clients turn crisis communications and media relations challenges into opportunities that bolster the bottom line. And I'm PR manager Jordan Sherman. At MNC, we craft distinctive and effective solutions for your communications challenges. We call it our Move the Stairs philosophy. On this podcast, we share our best ideas for brand protection, crisis communications, media relations, and more. Let's get right to it. This week's Move the Stairs podcast. Well, hello and welcome to episode 56 of Move the Stairs. We are recording on Wednesday, December 15th, 2021, a windy day up here. And we are so glad that you are joining us for today's exciting conversation. You know, how many of our CBD business colleagues have worked so hard on their products and now they're waiting for that big distribution deal. And it's so exciting that when it comes in, but you know, in order to make the most of the opportunity, you need to make sure the local sales team really understands your product. Well, that is so true. And according to a survey of more than 60 companies in the U S by TDA research, 40%, almost half 40% had no sales training for new product launches. Do you see anything that could go wrong? Exactly. <laughs> right. So if you are positioning you and your business as a thought leader in the CBD industry space, this is not only a missed opportunity, but this kind of thing can put your brand in real jeopardy. Couldn't agree more. And, you know, thinking about this from a media perspective, a lack of training, especially in messaging, as Sarah, you pointed out, what could go wrong? You know, if you don't, no messaging about your product uh, or its attributes. It could really back you into a corner if and when a reporter starts asking questions, which as we know, when things don't go so well, they will start asking questions, right, Diane? Absolutely. And so it's so exciting to talk to our guests today. We're excited to be joined by Jamie Campbell Petty, who's the Executive Director of Midwest Hemp Council and Business Development Director with Hemp Brand Builders to talk about really the importance of having everyone who sells your products being on the same page. Hey, Jamie, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. So I hear it's a bit windy there today. Yes. That's right. We're just holding on to everything right now and hoping that we keep the electricity through this podcast. That would be a good thing. Excellent. <laughs> I'm really honored to be with you all today. Thank you. Well, we're thrilled to have you. 
Well, speaking of the electricity, uh, that's what Jamie's going to bring to the podcast today. Hey, we call that a segue in New York. <laughs> well done. Nice one. Jamie, you work with dozens of CBD companies that are continually launching new products, and it really takes some serious thought, time, and effort and funding to put together a training for that sales team or the sales team for those product launches. You know, how do you weigh the benefits versus the cost time commitment? So, you know, I absolutely understand the cost, right? And, and we're all um, more conscious of that than ever right now. But I don't feel that that is something that can be skipped. Um, I've experienced that recently, and I believe that the, the fallout from that is far more expensive than the training. So it, I believe it is an absolutely necessary commitment, not just from the um, producers, um, or excuse me, the processors and the retailers, but the industry as a whole. We have a duty to support one another and educate and provide education. Well, that's a really great point. And my question is, have you seen, and I'm, I'm sure that you have, situations where companies did a really good job educating their salespeople or the salespeople who are going to be managing the, the sales, interacting with the public, and what kind of training was provided to really get those folks up to speed and feeling comfortable with the products that people, that, that potential customers are asking about? So we legalized uh, CBD in Indiana in 2015. And we had a company here, one of my favorite group of people because of the education piece, um, let alone the, the quality and transparency, but it's Dream Nutrition. And what they did is not only did they work with us on legislation and therefore they were educating the legislators properly, but then they worked with Midwest Hemp Council and we would go out and hold open you know, open door meetings where we educated the public, not just on their product, but on the cannabinoid um, side and the endocannabinoid system. And then as we became, um, as it became legal and they were instrumental, for example, they were instrumental in the QR code. So the QR code on that, that started in Indiana. We're very proud of that. We um, made that part of our requirement. And I think that's filtered over to most states. Um, so Dream then also brought in an internal team and they brought Midwest Hemp Council in to help educate from a, a legal uh, regulatory standpoint. And then there was not a member of their team that could not talk to you eloquently about the endocannabinoid system and each of the products. And that was so key to me because, of course, back in those, day, those days, especially we were struggling with you know, Joe Smith down the road, making it in his garage. And so I always have, I still have great respect for Dream because they were a very small vendor, yet they put in the time to be transparent and have traceability and educate any opportunity that they had. Well, it's such an important part for brand protection that people who are talking about your product know what they're talking about. I can't tell you the number of people who, like at a conference I'll go to and, and you're going to the vendor area and you say, tell me about the product. And they're like, it's really good. I'm like, okay, that was not enough. I need a little bit more than that. So it's really important. And I'm sure that there are some hacks that you have seen um, because it's challenging to train people on your product. So do you have any suggestions for some of the people that are listening or watching the podcast? Well, so one of the things um, in, in my previous life, if you will, uh, I worked indirectly with Petco, Discount Tire, 
and some of these larger big box. And something that they did, and they a lot of them still do, is they have a company intranet, of course. And that is where they placed all the materials. And in the past, we would actually have in-person training and you would go through that. But they backed that up by having all of that information on the intranet. It was sort of like drivers driving school, right? You had to take these sections of, you know, read certain sections, do videos, and then take the, the quiz. And that is what I really believe in with, especially with the cannabinoid space that we should be doing. Um, I think that, especially since we're not focused on in-person right now, and we have the ability to do things virtual and to have recorded training session, I think that's, I think that's a fabulous way to do it. When CV Sciences first started and when we were going through our legislation, they sent a person on the ground. And they came out and in fact, they worked hand in hand with Dream Nutrition. It wasn't a competitive thing. You know, it was about supporting the industry and their brand through education and interaction with the public and with the salespeople. I love that idea, that collaborative idea. I had not thought of that before because you're always thinking how competitive everything is. But there is a lot of basic information that you could collaborate with somebody else and then maybe you go, um, you know, if you're if if this is the product that's there, let's say you're you're in a distributor who normally doesn't distribute CBD, then they could go over to your product, but they have the basics there, and that would be something that companies could share the, the cost on. Yes, absolutely. There, I really believe there's efficient um, ways to do it. I I can give an example. Midwest Hemp Council is a nonprofit, but we would support these opportunities, and that was a benefit to us to help drive membership and to help educate our members and to provide education to our members. So we work closely with uh, Dream Nutrition and, and uh, several other companies to, to uh, and we still do for ongoing education. We're about to start a series of pop-ups within the Midwest region uh, to try and help people come back out closer to home, but in small numbers. And it's always, there's always an education piece on products or um, new processes. And what we always focus on is transparency, clarity, and traceability. Those are, those are three things that are absolutely a must, in my opinion, especially in this industry. Well, that's such a great point. And one of the things, one of the things that we really talk about with our clients all the time is um, the importance of media, um, not just outreach, not just sort of pitching media, but actual authentic relationships with the media. And, you know, I'm, I'm, my brain is sort of going all sorts of places listening to you talk. Um, how do you think a lack of sales training might impact a media interview? And I'm thinking specifically in some of these parts of the country where um, CBD is a new thing, people aren't used to it. There's, there's really basic questions like, is this legal? Um, and, and what we have found with the media is um, a lot of them really don't even have the information. They're not, they're not read up on it. They don't know what to ask. They uh, ask questions that um, might leave a, a wrong impression for people. And so, you know, when it comes to training, how might that impact a media interview in your mind? It, again, Absolutely imperative. And I've been on both sides of that, quite honestly. Um, 
And we got to the point where we deferred to certain sales representatives and so forth. But no, it's imperative because if your salesperson is equipped with information, at, you know, accurate information, and they therefore have the confidence to push out that information and portray that brand with the media, I think it's it's absolutely stellar. I still believe, quite honestly, with my limited experience with the media, um, I've I've learned it's very important for follow up and uh, clarification. I've had to I, reporters don't always like it, but I've gotten to where I've asked them to send me their print, send me their draft before they go. Because there's, you know, it's all of us miscommunicate sometimes. But if you arm those salespeople with the right education and give them the confidence that they're speaking and also give them the approval, something that, you know, I've learned in all aspects of life, give them the approval to say, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, but I will get back with you. So so empower those salespersons with all of the information you can and, and your support. I, I believe that's. Um, with the media, especially because you've got to be able to relay adequately and and consistently. So, Jamie, you talked about um, what can go well if your uh, sales folks are properly equipped with that information. What are what's what are some of the things you've seen on the other side of the coin when they're not so well equipped? And we know CBD is has just so much gray area for a, a vast majority of people. Um, it just kind of seems like the train on fire going off the tracks or it could very well yes. lead to that sort of situation. Well, as we've talked before, and as you know, we are all trying to educate, um, of course, you have the claims, you know, you cannot, you know, you cannot make claims, you need to focus on your product and keep that limited. So there's that. Um, one of I, I can give you a, if I can. I'm best at giving personal examples sometimes. We love so, that. <laughs> so as I've and I've talked to to Diane and Sarah a bit about this, that we uh, through Hit Brand Builders we represent right now about ten small vendors. They've been vetted. You know, they buy into the education, the labeling. They understand the value of that, and they also understand. The value of education. So we were able to begin work with a large retail chain. And the first thing we asked to do was to come into their office or virtually provide education to the um, leadership, to the management team first. And then we explained to them how we could do, we had various opportunities for education, whether it was recorded webinar or for us, preferably have a recorded webinar, perhaps followed by a live opportunity of Q&A. So we were pushing this from the day we started talking with them about getting on their shelves. And they just did not see the need for that. And uh, we actually had a, a nice plan for not only that, but having information and education on the NCAP that people could take with them. And I assumed, based upon my experience with large retails, we would use the internet uh, to have all these materials. And that just was not, um, it, it was not, uh, I guess, valued or, or prioritized. So six or seven months down the road, as we are getting close to launch, someone saw that 
cannabinoid was about to launch and they had had shipments go out to the stores with no heads up. So we had different stores, employees calling, why do we have marijuana in the store? Or what is this and why is it here? And one of the items was labeled in a way that I probably would not have labeled my product, but I understood it, but it set off all kinds of, uh, you know, all kinds of alarms. And I hadn't seen that product. It had been sent without me seeing it, or I would have caught that. So again, you know, and so now that the rollout has been pushed back six months, we're good, we're going. And I'm very, very excited for all of our vendors. I'm excited for the industry because it's really going to help the industry. But it would have been a really simple and with the technology we have today, affordable opportunity to educate from day one and make sure that everyone was on the same page and we all bought in. Because the last thing that we want is to have a consumer come in and not have their questions answered and, and the salespeople not understand our brands or our labels, you know let alone having management and so forth, not understand the legalities and, and the gray areas. So a lot of lessons were learned there and it just reinforces some of the things that dream nutrition and others have really done right by taking the time to make it a priority um, to be clear in the education and to put it first before any sales begin. That is such a tremendous story. Um, and I think really educational and helpful for the folks who are listening and, and watching the podcast. And so based on the learnings that you're taking away from that experience, how do you think that having a really educated um, sales force, but, but even to include, you know, store management and like, um, you know, maybe it's like area distributors. I'm trying to think of all the people in the chain who might see this stuff coming down the pike and go, whoa. Um, how do you think that making sure that all of those folks are really educated about these products could protect and even enhance a company's brand? Sure. Um, once again, you know, the word transparency comes to mind because we're all on the same page. We're sharing all of the information and a consumer is going to have, um, how do I, they want to, they'll have value in that because you're going to get the same messaging because it's factual and transparent and you're going to get the same messaging. And so that brings credibility to that brand. And uh, again, I go back to where if there's something missing uh, if there's a piece that you don't understand, that's okay. Get, you know, we can get back to that. Um, it is, it is a new industry, but I, I think it's absolutely imperative for a brand. Uh, you know, it, it only is going to benefit everyone in the supply chain, uh, you know, even down to the grower and up to the, the retail store and in between it's going to, the, the more we're on the same page and we're talking and we're educating and on the, it, it's going to benefit everyone, including the industry. I mean, it really goes to this whole move the stairs idea with the name of the podcast, which basically is take what, what's given you and make the most out of it. And part of making the most out of this, now you have this tremendous opportunity. You have this big retailer. You're finally getting your product that you've worked so hard on, on shelves nationwide or, or even smaller than that. It doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, is people don't understand your product. 
and they can't explain it, especially in an industry that's new. You're not moving the stairs at that point. You're really putting yourself in jeopardy. And the whole idea is you want to protect that brand that you've worked so hard to build. And now you want to build on that. And that means making sure that there's a way that's, that salespeople who are on the front lines can really answer all those questions. I think that's incredibly important. Yes. And, um, you know, I, uh, I have dealt with a couple of vendors who uh, we could not, they had so many different products in other arenas. One of the things I, I say to people, you know, it, that get into this area for sales, you aren't selling jam or jelly. You know, you're not selling a traditional product that we all understand. This is still new. And it's, it is imperative that you do your research, even legal, even, you know, this is about legalities as well. And we've had some vendors. Um, again, I mentioned earlier, we had a vendor who, had put some age requirement labeling on their product. Well, that it was well intended, but it didn't comply. It wasn't required by anyone. So that threw off lots of alarms. Um, where if we had all communicated about that and it had been made clear, and if they had perhaps done um, a little more digging, they would know they did not have to do that. Um, and so I, I just, I guess labeling, you know, it goes back to labeling information and education, but knowing your product, knowing your legal environment, and, and then making sure that your sales team is equipped with all of that information. Well, that is such a, a, an interesting story. And I can, you know, I can see how a company would be like, well, I'm trying to navigate this. I'm trying to put information out, but, but end up kind of muddling the message a little mm -hmm. bit. Um, and the other thing that we really work on with our clients is building what we call brand protection. So it's the idea that no matter what might come down the pike or what might happen or something might happen in the industry or there might be a bad actor, what, you know, whatever it might be, that you are, as you've said, so transparent and so above board and clear and have clear messaging that your brand has this little like bubble wrap around it and it's not impacted um, when something crazy happens in the industry. Um, and what do you think about that? I mean, do you think that sales, you know, really training people well, training your salespeople um, builds on a brand's reputation and thought leadership, um, even maybe among those sales folks themselves? Yes, it's absolutely imperative. Um, I always like to think, um, I tend to have a plan A and a plan B. I like to think getting out in front of it. And so if you're doing that, if you're building your brand and you're educating and you're arming everyone with that information, you're already building that that bubble wrap. You know, you're, you're out and about. Um, one example I could I could share that might help me express myself better is we worked with a brand that was vertically integrated. And I loved the brand. I loved the people. I had the utmost trust in them. And then something happened uh, that involved a disgruntled worker. And we ended up with some um, inappropriate COAs with a product and with plant matter. And unfortunately, 
especially myself, because I worked closely with them and was were working on projects with them, instead of coming to me and telling me that, they sort of hid, right? And they, they didn't want to disclose it. They tried to sweep it under the rug. I understand that thought process to some extent, but it came out. And so that was really damaging to that brand, where if they had come to me immediately and said, here's the problem, here's where it went, we could have gone out and confronted that and said, you know, here's what happened. Here are mistakes that happened. We're going to correct it. And unfortunately, it was a sweep it under the rug. And then you had salespersons who were not in the know and were sideswiped when they were out doing their job. So that's kind of where I go back to transparency and so forth as well. Well, it's really important because you have to have that trust and, and building thought leadership builds the trust. We say always say it fills the trust bottle. bottle. And um, that impacts sales because when something happens in the industry, for instance, we know there's going to be some pretty serious um, litigation going down for a company in Oregon in September, next September. Um, and there's been a wrongful death suit that's been filed against a company. So I expect that's going to get some significant national news and national news coverage. So I think this thought leadership where you're being transparent now and where you're making sure that the people that work for you show how educated they are and that they're in the know is something that you absolutely want to do now because when that bad news comes down in September, then people already know your company, they know your brand, they and it's not you're not lumped in with everything else that's going on. Would you agree? Yes. Yes, absolutely. It you know, preparation is absolutely key and that includes includes the education and the clarity. I mean, you know, on a simple level, even for myself, if I go into a store and I know that I have assistance at the ready, I am going to rush back to that store again um, compared to the store where it's all hands off. Um, I've been in many uh, CBD stores, even here in the state in other places. And the, the environment is absolutely crucial to how those brands move. I was in an, it was in a new store the other day. I could have walked out with every product because that salesperson came up to me and I didn't tell them who I was. So I would ask questions and he was just happy to, to share very bluntly what information was. And never once did he say, this is going to cure this or this is going to cure that. It was this may assist you in this area. I mean, so I left so ecstatic because it was a Midwest Hemp Council member. Um, but even if I hadn't known that, I would go right back to that store and they knew he knew his brands. So, you know, there were 12 brands in that store, but he knew those brands. So those people had done their homework and they were prepared. Uh, I just, I keep, I'm flashing back and Sarah and Diane are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. But a while about, uh, a while ago, um, I took an online course um, through CU Boulder. And one of our assignments was to go into a store, ask questions and kind of test the waters and see who was able to talk about their products, um, maybe where they were sourced from, what exactly they do. Um, and it was really a stark contrast between you know, some of the businesses I visited and how their salespeople were able to answer those questions or not answer those questions in some cases. So I know you're going to sound like a broken record, but if you could summarize into one answer 
how important is it for a salesperson to be educated and provide um, that level, that security blanket for their company as they're working with consumers who may be um, lifetime buyers or somebody who's brand new to coming into that location? It's, it's imperative. It is the leading, that is your first foot forward to success with your brand and with your sales, hands down. I think that's it. I think that sums up everything that we've been talking about. Jamie, you've been fabulous. Thank you so much. Jamie Campbell Petty is the executive director of the Midwest Hemp Council. And she's also the um, business development director for Hemp Brand Builders. And we are thrilled that you joined us today. Thank you so much for being with us on this Move the Stairs podcast. And, you know, would you come back again? Because we'd love to chat with you some more. Yeah, I absolutely would. And thanks to you guys. I've been able to start following. And you guys, what you're doing is is absolutely crucial to bring awareness and, and to assist. You know, you're providing your own education to help these folks. So thank you. Thank you very much. Well, thank, thank you. you. But that was a great, um, I just loved all the stuff. You know what I loved from when we were talking about opportunity forecasting and, and how you, some of the hacks, the QR code hack, I have to say, you know, since COVID, you, you don't go to a restaurant much anymore and get a menu. We are. Oh well, yeah. You use QR codes three QR times a day. Exactly. And, you know, they were really on the outs before COVID. I know. Remember, it had started. <laughs> They kind of, they, they've been, there's a whole rebirth. And I think that that's really cool that, you know, doing something like that so that people could go home and learn more about you. And that's something that's easy from a printing standpoint, but it's also a great way to help educate salespeople as well. Well, well you want to talk I, about, you know, media relationships too. Um, having that education so that if something wacky does happen, you know, you can either diffuse it. When. Yeah. <laughs> but like seriously, that. when something happens, you know, you're armed with the knowledge to either diffuse that situation or at the very least say, hey, this is what happened. And here's how we're going to make sure it's not going to happen again. I mean, boy, does that not only uh, make your brand look good, but you also establish an open and transparent line of communication with whatever media publications reaching out to you. That's just so important. Uh, when you're working in the CBD space where there's just still so much gray area um, in public misconceptions. And, and, and as we continue um, in, in that mission to kind of educate business owners through brand protection and PR and have them in turn educate the public and their consumers, uh, building that level of trust is just huge. Well, I think you're absolutely right. And I was, I was giggling as Jamie mentioned, you know, like when you go into a store and you get really great customer service, you're like, oh my gosh, I, and this has happened. I mean, how many times you go into some place and you're like, well, there's 17 bottles on the shelf. You know, would I, but would I use this one for this or that one for that or whatever? And to get somebody really good, somebody very well-trained um, who has enthusiasm for it, but also understands Here's exactly what I can say and what I can't. Um, you know, that is, you have to think about that, that sort of nameless, faceless person out there somewhere who's going to be handling your product at some point um, as somewhat of the, that last member of your team before your product gets off the shelf and into somebody's cart and, and goes home with them. You've got to make sure that that last link in the chain is just as strong as all of the other links in the chain. 
And I think it, you know, having a rollout plan and um, making sure that every last person who handles that product has the information that they need to be able to talk accurately about it is, is really key to that brand building and brand protection piece that we talk about all the time. Absolutely. We, we lots of times talk about thought leadership for the owners, but you need thought leadership all the way through down to the people who are actually on the front lines selling your product and you can do that. So I just want to thank Jamie Campbell Petty again, because she was just fantastic. And I want to thank you for listening to our move the stairs podcast. Um, we will catch you in a couple of weeks. We hope you have a wonderful holiday and uh, join us again for an all new episode of the move the stairs podcast.